Thank you, Jeannie. Lord, keep me in your will so I won't be in your way. Isn't that beautiful? May God help us to be in his will all the time. Those of you who were with us on last Wednesday studying the Bible, uh, I think we had a good time together. And uh, when I mentioned uh, uh, in chapter 4 of 2 Corinthians, you don't need to open to that one. This is not our uh, study this morning. Verse 7, I mentioned we have this treasure in earthen vessels. You remember that? Those of you, we have this treasure, the treasure of the gospel, that the light that we have in earthen vessels, that the surpassing greatness of the power may be of God and not of ourselves. So, when I was speaking, on, when I was speaking to you about that, and we were sharing together how we should be as Christians in this world, and uh, a thought came to my mind immediately. I said, Adol, why don't you preach on that Sunday? Preach on... And we, when I mentioned Gideon, and I mentioned the jars, and mentioned the pot of clays, and the lights in there, and we should be broken so people can see the light. Do you remember that? I said, we, I, have to, I have to do something about that. And then let's turn to judges. So I thought of speaking about something else. Then I said, maybe the Lord will... We'll do that later on. Let's turn our Bible turn to the book of Judges. And chapter 7. Chapter 7. Before I read to you book of Judges chapter 7. About Gideon and his fighters. I'd like to give you a little intro because it's going to take time and we don't have that time to have the story of Gideon and his men and what he did to win the war against the Midianites but in in brief for seven long years the Midianites the enemies of the Lord, enemies of Israel, who came to destroy the increase of the fields, they troubled Israel. So afraid and so impoverished were they, the Bible said, that they lived in dens, caves, strongholds. And you might ask, why this trouble for seven years? We read in chapter 6 and verse 1, the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord. And the Lord delivered them into the hand of Midian for seven years. And in brief, to give you an idea what I'm going to speak about this morning, the Lord appeared to Gideon and who sat, the Lord sat under a oak tree. And uh, this was his parents' house, Gideon's parents' house. And Gideon was beating Wheat in a wine press. Why? He was trying to hide from the Midianites because they were there to take everything they owned, especially food. And they really tortured Israel that day. So uh, he was hiding in a wine press and beating the wheat and to save 
some food from the Midianites. But the Lord appeared to him, and after the introduction, I'm not going to speak about that, because this is not my subject, God empowered Gideon. He chose him, he empowered him, and he uh, told him, go in this your strength and deliver Israel from the hand of Midian. Needless to say, Gideon thought he was talking to someone else. He looked behind him and says, you're talking to me? I said, yeah, I'm talking to you. And later on we shall cover that. Uh, Gideon, after much hesitation, I'm giving you a summary. He went, strengthened himself in the Lord, recruited an army of 32,000 to do battle against the Midianites, whose numbers were over 125,000 people. And the Gideon's army encamped on top of the mountain, overlooking the plain where the Midianites were. And this is where we take it, chapter 7, verse 1. Then Jerubal, that is Gideon, and all the people who were with him, rose early and camped beside the spring of Herod, and the camp of Midian was on the north side of them by the hill of Morah, in the valley. And the Lord said to Gideon, listen to this carefully, the people who are with you, you are too many for me to give Midian into their hands. Remember, 32,000 verses 125,000 and more. Lest Israel become boastful, saying, my own power has delivered me. Now therefore, the Lord is talking, come proclaim in the hearing of the people, saying, whoever is afraid and trembling, let him return and depart from the Mount Gilead. So 22,000 people returned, but 10,000 remained. Then the Lord said to Gideon, The people are still too many. Bring them down to the water, and I will test them for you there. Therefore it shall be that he of whom I say to you, This one shall go with you, he shall go with you. But every one of whom I say to you, This one shall not go with you, he shall not go. So he brought the people down to the water, and the Lord said to Gideon, You shall separate everyone who laps the water with his tongue, as a dog laps, as well as everyone who kneels to drink. Now the number of those who lapped, putting their hand to their mouth, was three hundred men. But all the rest of the people kneeled to drink water. And the Lord said to Gideon, I will deliver you with the three hundred men, who lapped, and will give the Midianites unto your hands. So let all the other people go each one to his home. May the Lord bless his word. Three hundred people. This is what I'm going to talk about today. One day we'll talk about the prequel and the sequel. But today we're talking about those who went to war for the Lord. 300 people. I want to talk about their characteristics this morning. I want to talk also about their service. And I want to talk about the lesson for us people today in the 21st century and throughout history. Their characteristics, the 300 men. Number one, first thing, they were chosen with a call from the Lord. 
they were chosen by the Lord. The angel of the Lord appeared to him. Now to the leader, Gideon. And said, hello, good morning, O valiant warrior. Mind you, this valiant warrior was sitting in a cave, afraid from the Midianites. He was the youngest son in the family. And he was trying to uh, prepare some wheat to eat in a wine press. Hiding from the Midianites. And here's the Lord says, good morning to you all. What valiant warrior. Me valiant? Don't you see? I'm trembling. My knees can't stand to talk to you. But you know what? The Lord chose him. The Lord chose him. And called on him. And he said, I will deliver you. With the 300 men who laughed. And will give you the Midianites into your hands. So let all the other people leave. That was later. No one will be able to do much in this world until he or she hear the voice of the Lord. Remember, until the Lord calls you, our service to him will be in proportion to our hearing of the voice of the Lord. And this man and those 300 people were called by the Lord. And the Lord separated them to him to use them. Their characteristics. They were great assets for the nation. They were chosen by the Lord himself. And let me ask you one thing. So many people pretend today to be servants of God. The only thing I have the problem with. Were they chosen by men or were they chosen by God? If you want to serve the Lord in any capacity, I don't care which capacity you are, unless the Lord chose you for that service, your work will be in vain. So men and women of this church, listen to what God wants you to do and go ahead and do it. And don't say, well, I'm not called to be a sweeper of the foyer there. Well, if the Lord called you to be a sweeper, pick up your utensils and work for the Lord. And if the Lord called you to be a teacher, say, Lord, show me and teach me so I can teach others. And unless the Lord does that, you are in the wrong place and in the wrong ministry. And these people serve their country well and serve the Lord well because they listen And the 300 people, I tell you one thing. No one said, why am I going? No one said, why am I chosen? No one contended with Gideon. Why are you taking me? I want to go home. No, they were ready to do what God wanted them to do. And may God speak to our hearts. So we will be ready when God calls. And we will do His will anytime in the world. To do His will, we heard about that. They were chosen by the Lord. Second one. They were faithful. They were faithful. Chapter 7 verse 21. 
And each stood. Every man, it says, in his place round about the camp. They were each one in their appointed place to carry on their duties as per instructions received. They were faithful to the calling. They were faithful to the responsibility they had. Consider the results we would have today if every Christian stood in his or her place. God placed you somewhere. Do the job he wants you to do. Don't complain about why did he put me in that place. Why I'm living in that place and others are living in a different town. Why God has appointed me to do this job. Why I'm not the preacher. Why I'm not the teacher. Why I'm not the mentor. Why am I, why am I only doing that simple, simple task with the Lord? You know why? Because God knows that no one else can do that simple task as well as you do for the Lord. Don't take his place. Just trust and obey. Right? Just take that task. Whatever it is. Serving elderly people. Watching over some people. Going visiting someone in the hospital. God has placed you in that place and gave you that responsibility. Go do it. And go do it from the heart. And this is what they were faithful to the, to the calling. No one will be able to do on his own what God asks you to do himself. No one will come short, let me tell you dear friends. Only those who trust implicitly, remember that, stand tall and ready with steadfastness to serve the Lord in any capacity given to them. Someone said, I quote, It is not success that God rewards, but faithfulness in doing His will. So, are we, these 300 men, did we, did we hear any complaint? And, you know, Gideon said, I'm your leader. Yes. Stand around the camp. How many? 